recording. Come on. What's going on? There it goes. I couldn't figure that one out. George, something going on strange. It's all better now. All right, here we go. Welcome to another edition of Two Guys and a Bottle Love. Or whatever you're having. What's happening? Good morning, Vietnam! What's going on, you potheads? <laughs> Wow. Welcome to episode 90, live show, YouTubing it. I know, right? Studio 76. I know, and it looks like, you know, and I'll apologize right off the gate, it looks like the uh, looks like the video's a little choppy, so we're going to have to investigate that further, but, uh, but so if the video's a little choppy, we apologize for it, but... Uh, chop, 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 chop. The audio looks That's pretty strong, so sorry. hopefully you can hear everything okay, and it's coming through okay, and... Here we are, episode 90. It's been a long and winding road. <laughs> it has 90 episodes. I know. Isn't that funny? You believe that? It's great. I love it. Yeah. I still love doing the show. Well, that's good. I know. That's good. I hope, uh, I hope everybody else likes it as much as you do. They do. We got some <laughs> listeners out there. I, I give a shout out to everybody. I mean, we don't do a lot of shout outs on the show, but thank you guys all for listening. You know? Yeah. Very absolutely. cool. For Absolutely. tuning in, because you know who you are, and I've already talked to you, and you know we've already set this up. So yeah, very cool. On a Friday night tonight, I know something, yeah. something a little different. Yeah, I'm uh, not sure how we came up with that, but here it is. I know my friend Lisa is like 7:39 going live. She goes, "That is a very specific time <laughs> to go to go live." <laughs> and I said, "You know, it's it's this show that we don't do anything out of the norm. You know what I mean?" <laughs> everything, everything's, everything, you know, we do a top 11, we do this, we do this, you know, it, we're just one off or whatever, you know what I mean? We, we have to be, it's, it's, it's that different kind of world we live in, right? That's it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So why not? Can't do it all the same. Yeah. Not, not all the time. Not all the time. No. No, you just be listening to two white dudes doing the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same old, same old. It's the same old, same old. You never know what you're going to get on the show. No, that's right? true. No. Nope. That is absolutely true. That's it's why a, I love doing it, man. Every, every day can be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. You know why? Who's Remember those guys? I do remember right. those guys. Those you know what? I drank Budweiser a, fools. Dude, I drank a Budweiser the other day. Everybody knows me, man. I haven't drank Budweiser. I don't even know how long since like seventeen. You know. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Legal drinking age. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that wasn't seventeen. No, 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 would never. No, no, nobody's ever done that before. <laughs> yeah, I think I first shotgunned my my first Budweiser when I was like sixteen or seventeen. You know, you know. You know, poke the hole in the band, you know, shotgun. Yep. Yep. Wake up with the shits the next day, the hangover's like, what the hell? I hear ya. The good old days. But anyway, what's up? Anyway, this is the show that we will never run out of anything to talk about. No. No, that's that's a fact. I mean, not with everything that's been going on. I mean, There's too much out there. Holy moly. What you uh, got? It just doesn't. You know, this week, I mean, I... 
there wasn't there wasn't a whole lot that this week was kind of the same old same old. And we'll get a little bit into that, but I think before we get too far, being with uh, we've got all our live listeners and uh, um, you know I think it's I think the best place to start with episode ninety is right where we began. You know that's right. I already know where this is going, man. This is why they tune in. Well, yeah, I would think so. I don't want anybody to wait too long. So, nope. you know, I think I think we get it out of the way right out of the rip. Out of the ripper. I think I did something like that just a little bit ago. It's like not you. No, chop, 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 chop. <laughs> it might be a little choppy, so I don't know. You would, would you never. Know, I'd say I would never, never do anything. So we tried something a little different tonight. Uh, you know, I've never had this before. Um, we went to we went to one a different store than we normally go to. Kind of one of my favorites. They got a great selection. But uh, this is Old Forester, eighteen ninety seven. Ah, right from this is Kentucky straight bourbon. We seem to be stuck on the bourbons lately. So, but just in case uh, you brought something, I thought I'd make sure I got something a little different because because uh, <laughs> you don't do zambuca. I don't do zambuca. And they, you know what? I, I found out that we we really confused the uh, uh, listeners. I guess last week when uh, we did two different shots, like I did the zambuca and you had to do something else. Yeah, I think I had honey jack that. Yeah, night. yeah. We really confused the listeners. Like they always do, you know, the same. You know, we always present, you know. What happened? What was what was going on in the studio that night? Well, old Forester, eighteen ninety seven. So this is uh, this is something new. I've never had it. No, and uh, no, me no. neither. No, and it's got a stamp on it that I'm not even sure what this means. It says bottled in bond. So <laughs> there's something for you to look up. I'm not. Well, it sure. didn't say bondage. You know, it did not say bondage, <laughs> and it didn't. It, and it didn't say with uh, underage. Um, Workers, it, it, it doesn't guarantee you that you're gonna get out on bond. Either. Didn't say slave labor, so no relation to James Bond. No, right. none whatsoever. <laughs> none whatsoever. None whatsoever. All right. <laughs> oh, excuse me. So, here's to you, my friend. To episode my friend. ninety. Episode and to, uh, ninety. All and of to our, all of our faithful li- absolutely listeners. So here's to you. Yep. Boom. Here it is, live. We don't make this stuff up, man. You can't fake the funk. You know. Wow. I honestly thought that was going to hurt a little more because did you see the label that's stamped at the top of the neck of this bottle? Hundred proof. Hundred proof. I went. Doesn't even taste like it. No, that was pretty smooth. It was I'm, for a hundred proof. That could get dangerous real quick. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Yeah, very smooth. Jack Daniels ain't got nothing on that. No, that's a that's super smooth. That's a that's a smoothie. Ooh, that's a bottle of trouble right there. So yeah, keep that in mind if you want uh, if you want to try new bourbon or maybe you've had it. Um, Old Forester, eighteen ninety seven. A little something for you to test out. So I enjoyed that right out of Kentucky. Kentucky. No, I do. I like that man. That yeah. is smooth. That's nice. Yeah. It's like right on the money. Well, we'll thank the yeah. robot bartender for that one because uh, she went in and picked that one out tonight. So that was uh, that was completely her uh, her selection. So. She did a good job on that one for sure. Little whistle, little robot bartender. <laughs> and uh, you, you she was a... she was not in the studio last week, and she is now here. So she is right. She is. Well, good. Uh, is she would she want? I'm to sorry. A bottle of what? <laughs> <laughs> a bottle of uh, Hunter Proof Forester. What is it? When was it? Uh, uh, Kentucky. What? 1897, 1897. Uh, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 
Oops. So that's yeah. all. I, that's all I got for you. No, I'm telling you, that's a bottle of trouble right there. Yeah, it could proof. be hundred proof for sure. So, but that was smooth. It was. It was. Yeah, because I was ready for the burn. I'm like, that's why I got the little shot <laughs> glasses. Because I went. I was wondering. Right, I'm we're like, gonna we're gonna have that, and I'm gonna go. <gasps> And I'm gonna I'm gonna gag right on the podcast, but got the little shot glasses tonight. <laughs> I got the true shot instead of the uh, normal uh, normal preacher man shot. <laughs> yeah, well, we know how some of those shows went. So, <laughs> well, it's two guys in a bottle of whatever you're drinking. So, thank you for joining us tonight. We definitely appreciate it. We uh, enjoy all your comments and your likes, and you know all the other good stuff that you guys do for us. Um, you know, spread the word. Yeah, absolutely. And once again, I apologize for the video. It looks like uh, what I'm seeing is it looks like hopefully you're seeing something better than I am, but it looks like it's hanging quite a bit. So, um, so I do apologize for that, and we'll uh, we'll work to get that straightened out before we get to uh, episode 100. So that right. uh, yeah, that, that'll be the next video feed that we do. Oh, uh, we, we, I don't know if we have a teaser for you yet. Or not, not yet. But not it, yet. A lot close. of a lot of details to it's work close. out before we get to that point, but. Uh, we're gonna hit yeah. the three digits. We are hitting the three digits. So All sometime, right. uh, sometime in the next couple months here, at uh, episode one hundred, right yeah. around the corner. All right. So what bottle are you drinking out of? Because I'm drinking out of the, you know, just the classic, you know, uh, Red's Apple Ale, which, uh, I, which on a hot summer day I like it. You know, it's nice. I, I, you know, everybody I think knows I like my my ciders and my stuff or whatever. So for me, this is kind of a go-to that I've always, you know, I've always enjoyed. It's uh, I've always liked the Molson products, but um, it's the Triple X, and uh, yeah, it was kind of just my uh, my my go-to if I want something a little heavier, a little different, and I don't want to get into the the craft beers and all that. This is kind of the the go-to that I grab that uh, you know just got a little 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 more potency and it's a little heavier and. Yeah, I like the I like the triple X. I like the Canadian brand version of it much better. The actual import instead of uh, really, uh, yeah, I mean, not not the import, the actual Canadian made version of the of the Molson's, especially Molson uh, Molson Canadian. Okay, Molson Canadian tastes completely different, and Labatt's compl- tastes completely different. Molson get- Canadian's been around. That's been around for a long time. It has until they've introduced like the you know the ices and the triple X's and yep. you know yep. all those micro beers you know back in the day or whatever. But you know, yeah, if someone throws you a Molson, you know, going back to the first show, do you remember the that that real quick? It was the Miller Light versus Bud Light thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but that was fun to argue about. I mean, but you know, you know, what we drink and what we don't drink and what you like and what you don't like. But you know, if someone's gonna throw you a Molson, are, are you gonna say no? I mean. No, no, that's what no, I'm saying. Absolutely not. I would, I wouldn't. You know, even though I'm a Miller Light drinker, you're, you know, predominantly Bud Light drinker, right? Yep. You know? Yep. But to change someone's mind and throw a Molson in front of them, I, I'm not going to turn it down. No, no, I hear you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No. It, and I got I'll hooked on that years ago, back back in the day when I used to when I used to work over in Sarnia, and um, I had a friend of mine um, that I used to go over and see a lot, either before work or after work. And there was always, a, you know, when I come over, there was always a case of Molson Canadian in the, fr- in the fridge for me. So, yeah, I'd always have, you know, a couple beers, you know, before, usually before work. I mean, you know, when you're going to work at the bar, you got to have a couple beers before you go to work, right? <laughs> so I had a cop. I did a cop's pool today, man. He offered me a beer at 9 o'clock in the morning. He's like, what did you think I was talking about? Uh, you know, I was, I was talking about pop. I'm like, okay. <laughs> As I'm sitting and doing his pool, he's got a tiki bar and he's got tiki stuff all over with the full stock bar. And I'm like, yeah, you know, mm, 
policy, bro, but rock on, man. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. help yourself. Maybe it, if it was Saturday, but not Friday. You know? Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny, man. You never know who you're going to meet on, you know, out there, man. You so, don't. But, uh, you don't. You know, those guys are just as cool as everybody else. You Absolutely. Know? They, they really are. Absolutely. Man. And, uh, and my hat's off to our police officers. I support the police. I I think you do too. Well, I think that's why we put that badge on uh, the and the last the last show we did. Because, yeah, uh, there it is. You, you know, know, I don't care what anybody else says. Uh, we absolutely support our law enforcement. I do as well. I yeah. I you know, defund them all you want to. I'm glad I'm glad some of them are sticking around because I think we need them around. You know, it's uh. I <laughs> well, I I I fought the law for a long time, but. Uh, I have a genuine respect for these guys now. You know? Yes, absolutely. And, uh, you know, that's a hell of a job they have to do. They're just like us, you know, and they're putting their they're putting their lives, they're putting you know everything out online, you know, yep. for us. And yep. uh, you know, if it wasn't for them, I mean, you know, the law and order of of, of different things, I mean, we would it would be chaos. Sure. Yeah. You know? Sure. And as, as you've seen in different cities, you can you know? listen to the arguments. Right. I mean, there's bad apples. There really is. You know, there, but there's bad apples at any given group that you you find, no matter what group you're talking about. You know, biker we've gangs. Talked about that before. I mean, there's. <laughs> yeah. Well, sure. I mean, I'm same just... thing. There's a lot. Of, I've known a lot of great bikers. You know that that are you know members of groups and clubs and you know and and then for every group and you can pick one out. It doesn't matter. I don't even want to start naming them, but you no. can pick one out, and you can find, you know, if there's 20 guys in that group, there's two of them that are just complete assholes, you know, and that's Amen. just that's just the way it is. But um, you know, it's it just you, you can't let the you can't let the bad apples become the uh, become the norm of your opinion of people, and that's very true of law enforcement because there are there's shitty cops. There are, and I've I've known a few of them in my day. Ah, I, there it I, is. In fact, I think right. I had one of them over at the house one day, not uh, not not so far back, but uh, <laughs> not so long ago. Right, right. <laughs> a shitty cop showed up on my doorstep. I'm gonna sing you a song about a shitty cop. I'm gonna wear my flip flop talking to a cop. <laughs> It might be a big hit. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. It's, it's entertainment, you might, folks. You might, you might have to throw a little uh, guitar string to it and hum a few bars. Yeah, I, little, know, I little, don't know. Little three quarter. Well, in there. well, on that note, I you know I'm not sure where uh, where our friend uh, uh, Mr. Hightower is, but I figured we'd uh, oh. let him sponsor the joke of the week on the live portion of the show this week. So um, we're not going to throw you under the bus. Tonight. Are you sure? No. Might throw in a truck in a semi on the bridge, but I don't know. This one might be about that. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> to all our fans out there, Mr. Hightower, right here. This is live, right here. So if you guys want some meat and some jerseys and some stuff, you need to call this guy. Make sure you get a hold of him. 810-434-618. The lines are open. The lines are open. <laughs> yeah. Call now. Call now. <laughs> So, my pillow. So this goes this goes back to the I uh, guarantee it'll be the best sleep you've ever had <laughs> in your life. Gonna sleep on his meat. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, here we go again. <laughs> That's a new concept. Let I've the never, good times roll. I've never had a meat pillow. I don't oh, think. Oh man, you know what? Don't knock it. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> well, right. Yeah, don't knock it till you try it, right. for sure. I slept on some dirty pillows, but <laughs> never never a meat pillow. You know what? It might be the thing of the future. Who knows? You could eat while you sleep. 
<laughs> well, this one goes back to the 30-year-old archives. It does not have a title, so I'm just going to run this joke for you. Let's uh, see what Run you, that beautiful I, bean I, I footage. Think, um, I, think, uh, I think you'll appreciate this one, and I think uh, everybody can take a little something out of this and relate to it. So, uh, Four men were discussing how smart their dogs were. I love dog jokes. Dog jokes are good. The first man was an engineer who said his dog could do... Wait a minute. Could do, could do, oh, math. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, could it's, do it's very old, very old typing on this page. It, yeah, here. it's not like his dog couldn't read or anything. So his, his, dog, his dog was named T-Square, and he told him to get some paper and draw a square, a I circle. Remember, I remember T-Square. And a triangle, which the dog did with no sweat. The accountant said he thought his dog was better. His dog... Slide rule, was told to fetch a dozen cookies, bring them back, divide them into in piles of three, which slide rule did with no problem. The chemist said that was good, but he felt his dog was better. His dog was named Measure. He was told to get a quart of milk, four seven ounces of it, of it and pour four seven ounces of it into uh, into each glass. The dog did this with no trouble at all. All three men agreed this was very good, and their dogs were equally smart. Then they turned to the union member and said, What can your dog do? The union member called his dog, who was named Coffee Break, and said... <laughs> sorry, sorry. Show, show the fellows what you can do. Coffee Break went over, ate the cookies, drank the milk, shit on the paper, fucked the other three dogs and claimed he hurt his back while doing so, filed a grievance for unsafe working conditions, put in for workman's compensation, and left for home on sick leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was a good one. <laughs> Go coffee break. Go coffee break. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, talking about dogs, I swear to God, uh, we were talking about dogs or something like that because, you know, you never know what you're going to roll up, uh, you know, on a job or whatever, but... My first surprise was like three dogs in the backyard. I opened up the gate. I didn't expect them to be there, but oh, right. you know, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like the dogs, like roar, 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 and they come. But they remember me from yesterday, so they were like, "Okay, it was like uh, you know, kind of cool or whatever." So we were talking about dogs, 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 or whatever. But um, the the cop had the the job that I was on. The cop that I talked to um, uh, had to got a call and said that you know the dog or you know something like that it was just a little puppy or whatever it was like a boston terrier you know <clears throat> so he's like what what's going on and they're like we just can't we just can't uh you know handle the dog it's it's doing a so he's like well if you want to get rid of it he goes i'll take it so you know they call back an hour later he ended up getting the dog that was one of the dogs that didn't care if I was in the backyard or okay. not. He just got his right. bone and doing his other thing. But the name of the dog was they named the, the <laughs> they named the dog. All the dogs in this house were named after the the people in the ships that came over on the Mayflower. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like Sir Francis, uh, not Sir Francis Scott or whatever. I can't remember Sir Francis, but anyway, they were there with uh, Christopher Columbus or whatever. And that the, all the dogs' name were like the captains of these boats, <laughs> which I thought was kind of cool. Wow, those dogs are old. Yeah, I'm just like Sir Francis Scott. Come here, boy. You know, 
that's a long name for a dog. It is. It's just, <laughs> it was just kind of weird, but, you know. <laughs> so, anyway, I think he named him Biscuit or something or something like that. But uh, he, had his, he had his nuts chopped off, and uh, he was wrestling down the biggest, the bigger dog of them all. And tried to tried to hump him, and he's like, "Dude, you had your nuts snipped off like two days ago." And dog just doesn't care. Doesn't just, even care. Didn't even care. <laughs> Sir Francis, whatever that guy was with the Mayflower, whatever. He's just going at it, man, humping the biggest dog's head right there. <laughs> okay, all right. I said drinks at seven. Yep. Okay, live show tonight. All right, let's get. But yeah, we love dogs, right? I love your dogs. We do. Yeah. Yeah, we do. We're a couple dog people. There's no there's no doubt about that. Yeah. Uh Ozzy has not attempted to play guitar on the show lately. Not um, not 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 recently. <laughs> not recently. We've got it tucked away in a spot where he can't seem to get to it right no, now. No, so. he, he's like so. the the Jimmy Page. He does his little uh, you know, violin tail with the, you know, with the chords <laughs> or whatever, but yeah. Good time. All right, what else you got, man? What's going on? Down, well, this week, in, I mean, down in the poho, yeah, I, I mean, this week was, uh, you know, it, it was kind of the, you know, I saw most of the the same old, same old bullshit that we just been listening to with the with the back and the forth and the the angry fighting. But I'll tell you what, the one thing that I that that caught my attention most this week was the, you know, number one, and we'll, and we'll get to that. Our governor talking about the new rules that changed once again, and here comes the new, you know, rollout and blah blah blah, and but. The whole thing with, um, you know, that's going on in Israel and, you know, number one, our administration's response to it. And then the split Congress in the the left wing Congress that's, you know, calling out. And then I, you know, now I hear BLM is now standing behind the Palestinians and and, you know, and now there's now there's been, you know, just between yesterday and today, all these attacks on on the Jewish communities and and all the I don't understand that. I don't understand what the um, American Orthodox Jews that live in this country have anything to do and why is even anywhere their fault on, on something that's going on on the other side of the world. And, you know, it just becomes a... But but at the same time, I blame all the rhetoric that's been going on this week, uh, you know, that, that we've gotten from... You know, AOC. The first, the first one I'm going to point well, out. Well, first of all, it, it's it's because it's allowed. Exactly, exactly. That, that's why. I mean, you know, we haven't had riots and, and burnings and you know, and in, in how many months? So you know, so now here's the latest, greatest. So now, you know, and and they're trying and, and they've been screaming and bitching about you know getting rid of all these hate crimes against Asians and and you know, so what's what's different? Why is it okay to, you know, create hate crime laws against Asians and and scrutinize all of that when they're getting attacked? But all of a sudden, because the Jewish community is getting attacked, that's okay because, you know, that's, well, they're bad people. And well, everybody's being put back in their box. Ay, ay, ay. You know, it's you true. Know? You I, know. I, I just. I, I don't know about their reexamine process, but, uh, I mean, it just seems like everybody's under scrutiny. doesn't matter who you are. <laughs> I, you know, I know. I know. I hear you. I hear you. I think, we, you know, I think. 2021 i mean when we look back in history or something like that i think we've evolved enough to progress and put that bs aside you know i'm just saying <laughs> you I would mean, think so like I, i'm i'm on that level you would think so you know i i'm on that level i mean i'm, I'm good with it you, you know you, you, and i think so many people are if if it wasn't so media induced 
influenced. I think that I think that's a lot of it. And we've talked about that before. It's because of the media spin and the bullshit and the instantaneous, you know, uh, social media garbage and the and the spin of the of the of the mainstream media and what they yep. do. And and you know, if you the whole thing I go back to and that that I remember is. I don't understand the scrutiny in the first place. You know, those those Jews are not in in Israel because they want to be. They're in Israel because that's where they were put. Because if you go back to what Germany was doing to those people, the British owned that part of the part of the country, that piece of property, which is Israel. And that's where they chose to get them away from the Germans. So they quit killing them you know i mean right. so it's uh, you know i mean i i don't know you know and and i and I, and there's parts of the the disagreements between the palestinians and the in the israelites that i that i've understood and not understood over the years and i don't want to get too deep into that no but, we but don't have time i don't i don't i don't i just don't understand at all why that makes a a, a jew that's walking down the street in new york a target all of a sudden it, it just makes absolutely no sense to me whatsoever so nope. so but it seemed like it seems like everybody is a target right now. Uh, yeah, right? I, 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 like, I don't, I don't think you're wrong. Nope. <laughs> well, let's yeah. do this other shot. Let's just do it. I know. I, mean, I couldn't help myself. It. I had to. I had to have a second one, oh. especially if we're going to start talking about that. And that was pretty smooth. So, so Yeah, so Nice. Couldn't help it. I had to do it. Well, no, because the first one was so small. Right, because well, we were scared. What would happen? The second it? one's the same size, and that, yeah, yeah. But the, you know, it, it is pretty smooth. That is a very smooth bourbon. I, I, for, I concur, my friend. I'm impressed for hundred proof. I, uh, I am impressed myself. I, yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Remember so, that? Remember that class in high school? I'm okay. You're okay. Does I anybody, do. That was. <laughs> was <laughs> all right. So that was going on almost as you know. That was actually right. just before we started the whole. Uh, um, oh, what was the drug thing that, uh, dare that oh, was, dare. that was just yeah. before, you know, that was the thing. I'm okay. You're okay. Before I'm okay. They, you're okay. Before the next transition that you got to was the whole dare project that right. they were, you know, they're like, uh, what electric would you like to take this year? Yeah. I'm like, no, <laughs> not going to do it. I'll take, like, <laughs> I dare you to take that class. Mr. Principal. I'll take Mr. Weight, Vice weight, Principal. weightlifting for 300. Right. Alex. <laughs> Oh, it's too funny. I, yeah. I, I <laughs> no, I remember that. Oh, good times, good times. So did you see the big spin that they've uh, they've been talking about? You know, you know about the Friends reunion. You know, the show Friends, the, the big reunion they're talking about doing I have on HBO heard Max. Very, very little, but I guess, and I don't want to spoil this for you. I mean, you can you can kind of no. Go ahead. But go I ahead. I understand that Matthew Perry had did an interview. Yes, and he with was, uh, People Magazine. He slurred his words so bad. Yeah, is what it, that's basically the gist of what I've got. And and they made such a big deal about it. You know, it was like it you was. No, he all was a over. major alcoholic, like back then. Well, I understand you know, that. And stuff yeah, like that. yeah. So I, I don't know that. what's go- I don't know what's going on now. Well, they were. This was just because they just you know people just released this interview because they're promoting the upcoming you know uh, release of the Friends reunion on HBO Max. So I mean, all the publicity and whatever. Sure. And it was a. It was a. It was an interesting interview because they had the. The three girl, you know, they had the interviewer on TV because we're still in this separated world or whatever. So they had the three girls on, you know, in one studio, and they had the three guys in a different studio, and the and the interviewer from People was going back and forth and asking them these questions, and and uh, but um, yeah, 
honestly, I, I mean, Matthew, you're right. I mean, he used to be, and who knows, that might have just been it. He might have just, he might have still been drinking, you know. <laughs> he he might have slipped back into his old habits, and he might have just been sitting there drooling on himself when this interview like, was going what? on. I got to do an interview. I, I got the shakes a little bit, you know. It's been, it's kind of a thing, <laughs> you know, for me, you know. You know, I've been out of this thing for a little bit. You know what? I'll just take a little nip. So yeah. if, you, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's about, I think all I I'm told. I have it. It's, it's like about it, and I'll try to find it and put a link to it on in the show notes for you. Um, Heard about it, didn't see it. It's about a nine-minute interview in total, I think, um, you know, between between all of them. And, um, you know, it was just fun to see them all on TV again and, you know, watch that part of it. But um, I, I had to look at it because they, cause all everything was blowing up saying, what's going on with Matthew Perry? What's wrong with Matthew Perry? And I looked oh. at him and went, you know, he had the, they, they talked about his long blank stare. And, you know, but but most of it was because, you know, this as well as I do, most of it was because how much can he possibly say when you got David Schwimmer won't shut up every question that's asked? He talks nonstop. And, you know, Matthew Perry's just like probably zoning out going, yeah, whatever. When he gets done talking, maybe I'll make a comment. But uh, 30 years I've been putting up yeah, bullshit. Probably, yeah. That's why I got drunk before I came to this interview in the first place, because I knew I was just going to sit here and stare at the floor. Can I at least talk to Phoebe? You know, I like I like Phoebe. You know, I've always liked Phoebe. Yeah. <laughs> just let me talk to you know i don't want to talk to david i want to talk to phoebe <laughs> i can just see it you know it's, and you can tell they've funny. all aged like we all have you know i mean that was you know it's definitely but all right. I, i'll tell you what if you look at it in my opinion Go ahead. watching the interview yeah i thought that david schwimmer looked the worst out of all of them really I mean, he looked like he'd been run over a little beat up with a baseball yeah, he bat. looked a little little, little, a little, little rough so yeah right. I, I, sleeping on the curb you know tent city you know i mean he wasn't stumbling over his words <laughs> no, like, I don't uh, know. like matthew perry was but at the same time well it was why like, aren't yeah. they making a big deal you know big i don't deal know. out of everybody else i don't know, you know i don't know I, I don't either so i just thought that was interesting and i you know i saw that you know it was kind of like dominating the news the first part of the week and it was all over the news articles and social media and i'm like like, okay, I got to go watch this because I got to figure out what you know what the heck they're talking about and form my own opinion, right? Well, yeah, I, I got two things to add to this, and then uh, we'll get out or do whatever. We'll move on or whatever. Sure. First thing is, is like alcohol is a truth serum, and I would believe <laughs> I would believe Matthew Perry over the rest of those five guys, and I I blame them for not getting drunk. <laughs> right, right. They should have got drunk for this interview That's because it. here's number two. They all hang out at a bar in Friends, right? Exactly. Like well, there's a bar. It's a coffee shop. But you shop. never, it's a coffee shop. All right. But nobody spikes their coffee. I mean, why don't they do a drunken episode? I mean, dedicated, right? dunk, you know, dedicated to Matthew Perry. I mean, why go. don't, why don't they do that? It's like, you know what? And I'm going to, I'm going to drop the F-bomb. Listen. Fuck the coffee shop. Let's go get drunk. You know, down the bar. You know, we're gonna we're gonna host the friends whole thing over here that we used to do. And you know, Matthew Perry's in charge. Oh, now you did it. Now <laughs> now YouTube's gonna scrub us. I know. Oh yeah, we're live. <laughs> Son of a oyster bar. <laughs> so from there, I uh, where do we where do we head to next? I uh, uh, how about how about uh, did you see did you see Prince Harry? A little bit. Lipping you know, off. He's a little lipper. 
he says. We'll call. We'll, we'll they'll name the uh, like a, a stars, uh, you know, thing up there. You know, constellation after him. Little little. <laughs> what a. So he went on. He went on Dax Shepard's podcast, and hats off. To, hats off to Dax Shepard because he does a great podcast. And he oh, really, I like Dax. Yeah, Dax yeah. does a good job. But He's he got a on, nice looking old lady too. He went. Uh, he went on Dax's podcast, and uh, um, in the discussion, he pretty much said he called the the First Amendment. Oh yeah, bonkers. Yeah. He says he doesn't understand it, but right. he called it he called it bonkers. But and, you but you want to live in California and you want to abide by our rules. That's why you left. Right, your shithole, right. wherever you were. Well, and, and you know, and so the and that's and it's funny you say that because that takes me to the next speculation that I made about that is I'm going okay. Here's a guy and his wife who say they they're they're leaving they're leaving Britain because they want to get away from the royal family. They want to get away from all the attention and they want to get away from you know all of that that scrutiny from the, the racism in Britain from, is from the media rampant. So so he brings his his wife, which is just, you know, a media hound in the first place, mm. to one of the most media populated places yeah. in our entire country. Thank you for bringing up that point. And then does interviews nonstop, whether mm. it's, uh, you know, podcasts or Oprah newspaper or whoever. Oprah. But but whatever. he wants to fly under the radar. Right. Mm. So he's doing a great job of it because oh, yeah. he ends up in the news every other day. Yeah. And, you know, it's like. But yeah, I mean that stood out to me. Oh yeah, yeah. So the First Amendment is "quote unquote" bonkers, and I went, mm, "Okay." Uh, well, you well, you basically then, left the richest family in the world. Guess what? There's some places that you couldn't have called the First Amendment bonkers. So if you don't understand the First Amendment, um, there's your example of what it stands for right there. So you might want to do your research. Right. <laughs> I don't I just son of a bitch. Are you you the, me? are. You, sir, are the epitome <laughs> of an idiot. <laughs> I know. I it just made me laugh, and I'm like, are, are you kidding me? Really, mm-hmm. really? This is the guy that you know. Well, you fool me once. Trying to trying to get away from the you know the crazy you life. You fool and me the, again. And, and the media and all that, and and, and look, he he can't stay out of the media. I mean, he's just yeah. he's there nonstop. Nice going, Mister First Amendment. And, and he, I don't I don't know. What I he, mean, that might be his new nickname, <laughs> Mister Mister First Amendment. You know, that's what I'm going to call him from now on. <laughs> You know, I mean, it's not like you know. I don't know what was he thinking. What was he thinking? You know that uh, that uh, you know the the media doesn't qualify if you're doing a podcast. I mean, that's does he realize that that Dak Shepard actually has? I I haven't looked in a while, but for a long time running, Dax has been in, especially in the comedy comedy category. Oh yeah, he's been in the top ten easily, and and even the top five for the last two years. I mean, you know, so it's. Uh, yeah. No, I like Dax, man. Oh, I do too. No, I'm not taking anything well, away from no, Dax, Dax Shepard at all. Dax was one of the characters, and I I posted this. I know he's yeah, huge on Facebook or whatever, but I'm going to. Or I'm ever. Gonna, I'm, yeah, I know. I'm just going to go back. I mean, I, I posted this over and over. I mean, he was, you know, one of the main characters in a, one of my favorite movies, um, Idiocracy. Yeah. You know, Dax, you know, Shepard, man, he's, he's the dumbest, stupidest guy in there, and then he ends up, you know, in the future, whatever, saving the planet, you know, I mean, it's just like, wow, okay, you know, because he's so stupid, but you know, that's where we're headed, you know, basically, you know, we're stupidity. So, no, no, we're so dumbed down. But um, I, I seen something. I, you know, I don't watch Grey's Anatomy or whatever, but I was sitting in the bedroom last night, and you know, the 
this kid was being born and you know with 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 the culture we're in it was like that child arriving saved you know their life you you know the they were talking about you know you arrived at the right time i'm sorry that these are turbulent times you might not understand you know right now what's going on with the world but you know thank you for saving us because you arrived at the exact moment when history is you know effed up you know or whatever like this and maybe just maybe one person can change the course of history you know i mean as a few people have you know right right but right pretty, on but pretty cool you know at you know at the same time it's like you know we all we all have our purpose we all have our thing we all do our thing you know but you know dax is doing his thing and everybody's doing his thing you know and uh hopefully history won't repeat itself hopefully 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 so, you know and we got to get rid of the idiocracy and, well we keep you know, seeing it more and more though i mean we keep is. saying hopefully history won't repeat itself but it's we keep seeing more and more and you know, stupid moment in that, the time. That right goes now. back to the conversation we had about uh, Israel and, and and Palestine, and and you really in this situation you really can't even blame Palestine. It's Hamas, you know. And but they want to. I, I, yeah, never mind. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going back into that. I. I'm not going. I. Yeah, I refused. So did you see your governor changed everything up once again? It's all. A, it's all a brand new. My brand governor new... is an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have new rules. New rules. We've gone from, you know, because before, you know, the reopening plan was, you know, we were hitting these uh, vaccine percentages. So we were at 55, 60, 65, 70. I think she finally realized that that's not going to work. Okay. So now now, now it's been reduced down to two steps. Okay. So the first step actually happens next week, uh, J- June 1st. We, we get the first step where they're actually opening up all all outdoor events with no capacity limits whatsoever. Mm. That means we actually may have some outdoor concerts yet this year. And I have posted some of those. Clutch is coming December 30th. And um, bum, 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 Alice Cooper and Ace Fraley are coming to Detroit. I am going to that show, bro. There you go. Alice Cooper and Ace Fraley are coming, and then Clutch is coming uh, New Year's Eve to the Fillmore, which is one of my favorite places to go see a live show. So, but yeah, but yeah, the, the even though they're probably indoor, but you know, but uh, Kid Rock's got a thing going on with uh, George Thorogood, you know, little carnival in like October. So, I mean, they're booking them. Well, the next step is July 1st. That's okay. supposedly when everything, quote unquote, goes back to normal. Because as of July 1st. That's the second of the two dates that she's released. And at that point, all the mask mandates, all of the indoor-outdoor requirements, blah, 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 that's July all 1st. going away July 1st. Back to normal. Back to normal. So, And as of and actually starting June 1st, the other thing of note that's going to happen is the restaurants and bars will have to, they will actually quit doing their curfew, their 11 o'clock curfew, so they can go back to the, the normal so here's my question too. No, and go I, ahead. And I and I, I, I do got, have. I got one more thing because I have yeah. a, I have a question that my son and I were just talking about the you know if you remember there was legislation. I have been questioned many times, just so you know. 
Well, I'm going to question you again because okay. I don't I don't know the answer to this one. I don't know if you do or not. Well, maybe I can help. But if you remember when we were talking, you know, back last year at some point, there was legislation that actually went through the Michigan legislature that they were extending the bar hours to four o'clock. There was a thing, and it passed. So when sure. so as of June first, what are the new hours? Is it going to be two o'clock or is it going to be four o'clock? That that to me, I don't know the. Imp- you know implications of what what's to come i don't i don't know i mean uh. i don't know but yeah um with the four o'clock thing i do remember um just before prior to COVID or whatever the four o'clock thing was you know um am was extended because the bars that serve food were supposed to you know do alcohol kind of thing you know you got to be out of the bar at two thirty, right but what has happened is they wanted to um, give you food to kind of sober you up, right? Till four o'clock. Yeah, you know, you know, the party's not over at two o'clock. I mean, obviously you still got to drive home, and you know, <laughs> and right? You still feel like drinking. I mean, yeah, you could do it till four or five, six in the morning. You got a half hour. Up. You know, you, you got a half hour to sober up. Yeah, you know, but the the. Uh, the thing with with me is, you know, oh, uh, we're running on bar time, so you know, you got to kick everybody out. So they got what, fifteen minutes to get to the local party store that before it closes. That's right. To get your beer. Yep. Is that going back to normal? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know what any of it looks like. <clears throat> All right. So, to answer your question, I, I'm not for sure. Well, I, I don't know. Yeah. You know. We'll find out more to come for sure. But uh, yeah, I have no idea. Greater things to come. Stay tuned. Yeah. 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 Listen to your governor. <laughs> there you go. There you go. She's in charge. She'll tell you. She'll decide. Governor dumb bitch. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> whoa, whoa, I said whoa. it out loud. Aye, aye, aye. We might have to. No, we're not editing that. So, but uh, I've never called her that before. No, you haven't. <laughs> you haven't. I've never said that, you know, before. Well, we'll see what happens. That's uh, that's the latest release plan, and you know, of course, subject to change, and and that is noted in the article that it is subject to change. Uh, if if things change, then we may have to implement other you know requirements and mandates and blah blah blah. So yeah, who knows? It, you, I'll believe it all when I see it. That's that, that's the best thing I can tell you. Is uh, it's the same old adage. <laughs> I'll believe it when, when I see it. When it happens, it happens. Yep. So normalcy is apparently coming. And I don't know what that looks like for me either. I didn't even see anything about, uh, you know, office workers and when they're allowing office workers, if that's June 1st or July 1st or or ever. You know, maybe, we've, we, maybe we're the new non-essential people that uh, don't ever have to go. I don't know. I have no idea. No, I mean, what, what I can tell you now is, I mean, I went looking for just a regular sub the other day. Jimmy John's was closed. I told this story. Went to, called um, four, Nick's Four Roses, uh, Roses local local place. Couldn't get any food from there. This, this, and this. Everything was closed. Uh, Butter Burger at um, somewhere. Called there, couldn't get nothing. I mean, it was like three strikes. And you drive by these places. And I'm out and about. I'm running the roads. And then, <clears throat> you know, nothing's open. I had I went to Mancino's, and you know they had a you know eleven fifty for a foot long tile and I split it went went down to the bridge and you know looked at Canada and watched all the boats and the you know police were out and the police boats and the you know U.S. Coast Guard and then you know got the freighters it was a little you know foggy or whatever but it was like 
dude, all I want is a sub. So when we got down to the bridge, everybody must have ordered Mancinos because <laughs> everybody down there, the whole boardwalk was loaded and everybody was eating. Yeah. You know, I mean, but, you know, the thing is, is all these places are closed. So the ones the ones that are open are, are, are doing fairly well, as, from what I can say. With their takeout, they, it doesn't even, it's not even a mandated um, staff that needs to even show up to these restaurants because none of them, nobody's waiting on tables. It's all takeout. It is. You know. It is. And that, and that's, and that goes back to the other problem that we have. I don't think a lot of it is, is really COVID related anymore. It's more staffing problems because yes. everybody's, you know, we've talked about that a dozen times now and everybody's getting their free, free, free. And these, these, these businesses cannot find staff and you're finding a lot of them, you know, the one, the robot bartenders works at, they just cut their hours back. They're, they're now closed on Sundays and Mondays because that's the most staff they have available. They don't have enough staff to cover seven really? days a week or even six days a week. So okay. they're on a five-day week of schedule because they don't have the staff. They're just nobody wants to work right now. Yeah, so we went this party store. Uh, I lived in this neighborhood. As I was going underneath the Blue Water Bridge, uh, there's a little party store on the corner. And uh, they had the bars up in the window and drove by there, and it, that was closed. I'm like, yeah. What is going on? Everything is closed, it's man. It's staffing problems. You want to get back to normal. It's not going to happen, man, because I just don't see it, man. I don't know if people can recover from this. Hey, businesses and small businesses and everything else that's going on out there. Well, you know, and, and that's why I, I was happy to see this. Um, and it's there's already, and this article's old, um, but this, this article came in at the beginning of the week. And I think as of the last time I saw it, which was, I believe Thursday, this number went from, um, I think that this point on this article, it was 12 States. I believe the number is up to 22 States now that they've determined that they are, they are getting rid of the unemployment bonus, no matter what the government says, no matter what the feds say, they are dropping that unemployment bonus and they are cutting that unemployment I have, I, did, I have heard that. And I believe the number is up to 22 <clears throat> states now just to get people to start back to work. Yeah, what are and, you going to do? I mean, Michigan, of course, is not one of them. But, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, South Carolina, Arkansas, Alabama, Mississippi, North Dakota, Minnesota, Iowa, Idaho, Tennessee. I mean, the, the, there's 22 of them that I saw. I think that was Wednesday or Thursday was the last time I saw that stated. And they are going to get rid of the $300 federal bonus that uh, came in that that last 2.4 trillion dollar Biden or 1.9 whatever the hell it yeah was. I want to when you get to the on, trillions I don't even care anymore I want to touch uh, on that just for a second I mean because in high school to be a millionaire that was a big deal a sure. millionaire isn't shit anymore no you know now we're now we're looking at all these people you know you know our last president Trump you know he was a billionaire right so you got the billionaire but I mean when you're talking numbers with the the government and stuff like that, yeah, uh, millions or billions. No, do you know the the astonishment of the, the how many zeros are on a trillion? It's nine. Yes, and we're getting it's like crazy, dude. You know what are where's this money? Come, where's all this free social money coming from? Printing it. Know? Yeah, just print it up, man. Okay, and whatever. But uh, you know, it's it, 
returning to normal again. I just I don't know who's going to recover and who can't. You know. No, I don't either. I, I don't. I don't either. And I, the dependency know. that government's going to take care of everything with with this free money. Uh, it's not coming out of Biden's pocket. It's not coming out of Harris's or any of those guys. I mean, they couldn't. You know, who's in charge of of that? You know, it's going to be obviously our kids. Met, you know, and where where that deficit, that debt is going to, you know, uh, dwell in the future. Oh, it is. It, it has to come around. It doesn't. There's no such thing as free. You don't get nothing for free, and ultimately, it's going to come back around. You don't get nothing for free, and it will. It will come back around, and and there, that's going to have to be money that's paid for, whether. <laughs> You know, I, ideally, if there's a way to do it, it should come out of the economy and the economy and the revenue from the economy. But we don't have that happening at this point. Now, they keep saying that the economy is going to come back and it's in, and that's why we're already seeing inflation. You know, that's the inflation por- portion of it that's going to keep going up and keep going up. So, yeah, it's uh, uh, ultimately it's going to be taxes and inflation that pays for that uh, pays for that money. And because it's on the on the rise and on the way. So we'll we'll see. We'll see. But on that note. Power to the people, man. Yeah, power to that people. I I would say it is probably. Stick up for your rights. Stick up for your amendments. Stick up for anything that you don't like or you want to argue about. I mean, that's the only way we're going to get anything. Take a stand. You you need to stand up to government. I mean, they just can't keep control and just keep controlling our thoughts, you know, with the idiot box sitting in front of you. Or, you know, just just our thoughts, just our things, just the way we do it. I mean, you got to give them less control. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. What else? I know. What you, else? Uh, you know, I thought it would be a uh, good time to head for the. Uh, let's jump around. The the deep dives, if you wanted to. Yeah, let's hear a little you, something. If something. you will. You want me to run with mine? Is that Yeah, the, you go first. What, what you're after? Yeah. I went back. Um, so this was the one I was going to get to last week until I completely went off the rails and changed my mind. But, uh, yeah, I still have it. I think I still have it queued up from last week. But this goes well, back. Well, I know uh, you're a little distracted because you got a parking violation today. <laughs> right. <laughs> I didn't even leave that out. Yeah, we should read that. I like those I like those parking violations. No, good. Yeah, that's kind of old school. Can we bring it up a little bit later? Sure. All right, cool. Sure, I can read that. I can read that off. I know you can't, so I'll have to. No, I can't. But <laughs> this is funny, folks. You guys need to stay tuned for this, and uh, maybe we'll uh, print out flyers for these things and just start handing them out. This is a band that I almost kind of completely forgot about, and... Um, I just like you know this goes back to I want to say I want to say probably late no more probably early nineties early nineties but um, um, yeah just a, a not a huge band but this is one song that stood out to me and it's really not a deep dive as far as as these guys go because it was kind of their mainstream hit but at the same time um, probably not a lot of people are familiar with the song because it's definitely an older song. But uh, yeah, it kind of it kind of stood out to me. And I well, love. Well, I have no clue where you're going. I love the one. guitar. I love the vocals. It's just a it's just a good tune. So let me let me run this one for you, and then we'll we'll dig a little deeper into into the church. Oh, loveless fascination under the Milky Way tonight. I got no time for private concerts. 
transportation Under the Milky Way tonight Wish I knew what you So yeah, I, uh, you know that goes back. Uh, actually, it might be the the the, the 80s. I, I was thinking it was uh, more of the more of the 90s, but uh, I think they were kind of kind of late 80s. I think the church came out um, when they got started. I think it was the early the early 80s. And I want to say that song. I'd have to look at the date stamp on that song because I'm not sure. But yeah, it was probably probably mid to late 80s when uh, when the church released that song and that. And that went big for him. You know, that was a... Well, I'm still thinking uh, they were the, the um, M- MTV era, you know, before MTV did whatever they did. But I'm pretty sure they had a pretty cool video for this. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to... I mean, I, I can't remember the exact date when the, you know MTV switched over to whatever, like MTV1, <laughs> MTV2, MTV3. You know, there's a whole bunch, you know. But uh, those guys, uh, yeah, I never mind, you know, ever listen to those guys. And actually, another when, Australian band. And when you heard, you know, when I heard that, you know, I'm a big fan of acoustic, so it was like, you know, it's just that little catchy little thing, man. I had no idea where you're going with that, man. But that was that was a blast from the past. Yeah, it definitely is. It definitely is. And that's because uh, I haven't heard that song in a long time. It just it just happened to pop out. Uh, somebody was doing a deep dive show that I was listening to, and I went, "Oh yeah, that's a good too." And I kind of could completely forgot about that one. But uh, yeah, they uh, they they really did. They they weren't they weren't a huge band by any means, but they had a few songs that just really really hit the charts. And uh, you any info on these guys or um, whatever they did? Or well, their uh, debut album was uh, Skins Skins and Heart, which was recorded in uh, 1980. So that was their first album. <sighs> Um, but I'm trying to remember to, to find like when they when they when that song when that or, song because that was really their their big song and I didn't even realize this. Um, they actually worked with the uh, the mixing engineer, the same mixing engineer that Midnight Oil used. Um, okay. So so uh, little Nick, Australian Nick, Nick, thing there. Nick Lonnie, yeah, yeah, Australian band for sure, yeah. for sure. But um, um, uh, 1985 they released uh, Heyday Starfish. And what was next after that? Well, that, uh, sound, that sounds Australian. Yeah, yeah. 1989. I don't know what a starfish is. I don't like. either. <laughs> I don't either. No. And Gold Afternoon Fix in 89. So, and, right. I, and, I, and if I had to remember, I'm not seeing on the list here. Well, but, um, it seems like they had about a 10-year run. But uh, that was, I, I, I want to say that that is uh, the one that that song came off of, the the uh, Under the Milky Way. Yeah, I think that was off like that 92 ten, album. 10-year run. Yeah, that yeah. seems about right. Yeah. Because I'm not seeing anything more from the church much I, after I that. I don't think I ever remember hearing anything much more after that one. Uh, 93, they released Somewhere Anywhere, Magician okay. Among the Spirits. Hmm. And then 97, they released the the Reformation. <laughs> All right, so that's <laughs> so, 80, yep. 97. That's 17-year. Okay. Put another seven on that one. And then 2000 to 2007. <laughs> just, just keeps going. And, and everything now this, which they re-released under the Milky Way. Oh, a little remastered. Yeah, a little thing. remastered thing. Yep. So yep. so that's uh, that's right. It was on. It was it originally appears on the album, their fifth album, which was Starfish. 
And Starfish showed up in February of 1988. So there it is. I remember Limp Biscuit put out an album, you know, the Chocolate Starfish and the Chocolate Starfish. Yeah, 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 little little different style than uh, the Church, but hot uh, dog flavored water. Hot dog flavored water for sure. So. So Another yeah, just a little uh, little something I wanted to flash back to, but uh, yeah, I, I I dig them. You know, they they got uh, and there's there's definitely some deeper dives that you can do on the church, but I didn't want to go too deep on them because that was the one that stood out to me. I heard that song and I went, oh yeah, that's a good one. That really is. No, that's it was. A, I remember that one. Yep. I mean, that's uh, as soon as you started playing it. I mean, I was like almost wanted to pick up my acoustic. <laughs> I know it's got its own style. Kinda, that kind of uh, jamming out a little bit. Yep, you know? yep. I mean that that's where I was so, for sure. Yeah, good call. The church man, dig those guys up. See what's going on. Yep, yep, for sure. So what'd you do tonight? Mm, can't talk about it. Oh, okay. Big not, secret. Not on the air. Okay. No. All not right. On our podcast. Damn it. Damn it. Well, no. the FCC might be listening. Well, we'll just we'll just run this then for you. What do you got? You brought it back. Now I can play this one all the time. No, it just happened to be in front of me. I thought, no, uh, good. You can never have enough Neil here, right? <laughs> and we could we could probably do a whole show about drummers. We, we we might we might have to do a show just about drummers. I I, I think we I think we have to a certain extent. We at, have at one point, uh, but I think it, I think it would be pretty cool just to dedicate a whole show just to drummers. And I'm down with that, you know. We could do that. Now, we could I, do that. I would like that. Yeah, uh, and I think we more or less did the top top ten drummers, but we didn't really dig too deep into their. We did that because works. because we argued, and I remember that show that um, it was the the Neil Pert versus um, Stuart Copeland. It was with the with the yeah. with the police. Yeah, it was. It was. Now I just watched an interview with Sting and um, Stuart. Um, Andy Summers, you know, the guitarist for the police, he was he wasn't in this interview, but it was uh, Sting and uh, Stewart, you know, reminiscing about how Sting wrote his songs and how Stewart had to, um, you know, get into Sting's head sure. with his lyrics. And, yep. you know, and they talked about every breath you take and, you know, how that song came about and other things. But it was very interesting on how their creativity um prevails in what becomes of their their energy you know those guys are they're not from america so it's like no you know no and there are so it's like if you listen to like the british bands that come out those guys are very musically independently creatively solely expressionists of their own right you know and they 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 do you know i'm just gonna throw up like the clash like i was listening to the simple song Mm -hmm. ow hola you know and it was like who comes up with that yeah you know i mean so simple it's so simple should i stay or should i you know and and they just throw a bunch of stuff in there and i was just like you know, you got to give the Brits the, you know, for those guys for that music, you got to give them the credit. Oh yeah, I, absolutely. Not, I will never knock any of those British bands that came over and and rocked the USA. No, I, I'm no. not. I'm not gonna knock those guys. I mean, because that's some of some of the best music. The I British mean, invasion, and it British came invasion. in multiple forms. You know, it started back in the '70s, and it just kept on coming. 
And once it started, you know, started rolling across that water, I mean, it, yeah, it it changed everything. And and not to change the subject on you, no, well, not ahead. actually. No. I want to I want to tell you, and I didn't want to bring this up, but since, you, since you brought all that up, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm I gonna, kinda think I'm, I know where you're going. I'm gonna give you and the listeners a little teaser. I think I know because where you're I saved go. something special for you. <clears throat> all right. I caught an interview that was between uh, Billy Idol. Mm-hmm. He had Stuart Copeland on the show. Really? So I saved it for you, and I oh. haven't. I have not had time to go through it, but I. You are God in so, your own sooner rights. Sooner or later, <laughs> sooner or later, we're gonna get to that. We're gonna dig a little deeper into the uh, interview between uh, Stuart Copeland and Billy Idol. But I did uh, not know they knew each other like that. Yeah. So I and I don't know if you know this. Uh, Billy Idol does a bi-weekly show, um, and I don't know if he does it anywhere else, but he does it for sure on First Wave. Okay. So every and I, I've been in the studio listening to First Wave. I with think it's you, Tuesday nights, which is very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I believe that's Tuesday nights because what what they what they're doing is um, they alternate back and forth. So one week uh, Marky Ramone mm-hmm. does it, and the next week Billy Idol does it. Really? So they go back and forth. So yeah, they they each week. But uh, this was probably about two or three weeks, two or three weeks ago. Um, Billy Idol had Stuart Copeland on. So Dude. yeah, so I recorded it for you. High and five! Right I know, in the studio, I know, right I know. You, I knew you'd That's appreciate live. that. That's live. That is cool. I told the robot bartender, I'm like, I got to record this one <laughs> because I says the preacher man's going to be so excited when I get around to editing this and and uh, sharing some of this with our listeners. And uh, yeah, it's a. It, I caught parts of it. I didn't hear the whole thing all the way through, but um, yeah, very good. It's probably yeah. It's 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 a long show, but I, um, I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, so, thank you for. So regardless, I mean, you can listen to the whole thing and you can mark some spots if you want to edit it and get it ready for the show. You can, but I have yeah. it, I have it saved for you. So at some point, we're gonna have to go through the uh, Billy Idol Stuart Copeland interview and, and super enjoy duper some. extra sparkly, <laughs> super shiny <laughs> I, bass drum yeah. snare. Uh, bearskin, whatever they use, and yeah. the symbols and the Zildjian. And, I, 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 yeah. I knew that bummed you right out. I know, so. yeah. I was just, I'm all bummed out about it, man. I was like, I just want to keep talking about it, but uh, no. But that little thing I was doing, like a little bit, just a is like giant steps are what you take walking on the moon. All right. So, anyway, maybe that'll be my deep dive next week. There you go. But, there uh, you go. Well, maybe we'll have about, that uh, have that prepped. And speaking of which, and, and just so no, and we probably ahead. should remind everybody at the end of the show too, because we didn't cover the beginning of the show like we like we were supposed to. Go but ahead. We we will um, be taking the, the Memorial Day holiday off, so everybody knows there will not be a show next week. Um, we'll be right back the following week, just to uh, just to just so you're. Just so you're aware, and we'll make sure we put that in the show notes, you know, and obviously at the end of the show, just so uh, anybody reviewing. But, yeah, unfortunately, we did not get into the live portion. I wanted to make sure all our listeners know that we are taking the Memorial Day holiday off this year. So As should you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you deserve it. Memorial Day, in my opinion, should be... Uh, Get away from all the technology. Get away from the friends and the family. <laughs> no, not that. But get away from the technology and the TVs and the computers. But I want to come over. And the phones. And I just want to swim in your pool. Get away from That's fine. But yeah. get away from all of that and bring the friends and family together and, and spend time with them. And remember the you know what, what the day is, You know what Memorial Day actually is. And, you know, it yeah. does seem weird that the interest of the holidays have lost its meaning. And it, it seems has. like the traditional grandparent era was that the epitome of it 
to me. And that's what I remember. And now that the divorce ease and this and that, I can throw a bunch of different statistics in here. But it doesn't seem like families get together very much. No. Like family, family, Correct. very much anymore. And I, I don't know, you know, what category or how to describe or what demographic uh, situation or category to put that in. But it's just like I my own experience is like, you know, when my grandparents died, it's like the um, that whole family thing had disappeared sure. once they were gone. Yeah. So then it was left to the divorcees or the, you know, the things that happen in the split families and. You know, where are we going to gather? Where's the hub? Where's the Grand Central Station of communication and togetherness and, you know, you know, celebration or whatever you want to call it? You know what I'm saying? And so it just, it just seems weird that, you know, we're all kind of floating, floating around and, you know, you know, it might be kind of cool to get together or do this or that, but it just seems like. If that that bread and butter that holds everything together is gone, it it seems like it's just easier, maybe not to communicate anymore. Well, I, I will know. I will tell you, and I but feel ahead, I feel I extremely mean, fortunate to have this. But the one thing that my family has on my father's side, um, when I was when I was a very young man, I think I was four or five years old, um, my family my my grandma and grandpa bought a piece of property. Um, up up in Harbor Beach area, and they bought a piece of property, and we built a cabin on it. Mm -hmm. And so ever since I've been five years old, this piece of property has been the gathering spot, and it's it's come if you will, come if you can, make it or not. Um, it's uh, it's it's it, it goes regardless. Every Memorial Day, Fourth of July, and Labor Day. Okay. The family's there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, whoever can come, comes. Whoever can't, can't. We don't have family reunions on that side of the family. We just have this gathering spot that we go to, and this is the family spot. And that's, you know, that's that's what we do. And, you know, that's so pretty cool. It's, it's very cool because we, uh, you know, it's just it's just where we go. And, um, and I love it. You know, it's so I not very often in the summertime. I miss a trip, you know, a, a holiday to go with the, uh, you know, to go with the family, um, to go up to, to our place in Harbor Beach to just, you know, go be with them. I mean, that's a, a lot of times, uh, the, you know, the cabin's full and, you know, cause we don't sleep very many in the cabin. It was just kind of a gathering spot, but there's tents and RVs and campers everywhere throughout the property. Why wouldn't and, you? And, you know, you know, bonfire every night. And, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it's beautiful. So it does, it does in a way keep our family together in a lot of you know in a lot of great ways so and that's you know and it's sad that more people don't have that because i feel very fortunate that we have that, that i respect that that yeah. is very cool i mean because most of my stuff in you know sadly is facebook you know sure and i i bring it up only only because that is the somewhat only way that i can keep in touch with my family you know ish you know yep like see what they're doing or you know whatever they post or something like that and like or comment or this and that but uh you know what's happened with facebook is sadly you know the way disgusting the way, the way that they <clears throat> you know the way that they have gone um in that particular 
direction <laughs> that, you know, it, it makes me not want to, you know, be part of that because it's big tech and it's this and it's controlled and this and that. But at the same time, I mean, even with Google um, or other, you know, um, leftist influence, um, sure. big, big tech. Sure. You know, yeah, what, all what, of it. what we use and what we don't use to. And who hates them and who don't and <laughs> who believes this side and who believes For that sure. side. and. Yeah. But it's like, man, you know, I mean, just what, you know, happened to the good times. I mean, pick up the phone, call, you know. Right. You know, every cent, you know, it's, every, every, it, it seems almost impersonal. It, should, it is. Know, Very to, impersonal. To the extent where it's like, yeah, I still think about you or whatever like that, but it's like I don't want to talk to you, you know, or, or something. I mean, it's very it's very impersonable lately that, you know, you just can't pick up. I mean, because, I mean, back in the day before all this modern technology and all this other stuff, man, you would just stop by someone's house or, you know, this is where we're going. You, you do a drive-by or stop, you know, I mean, nope. it didn't matter. I mean, it's like, what you doing, man? Oh, cool, you know. But now it's it's become so impersonal that uh, it's 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 borderline like okay, you got to rely on modern tech. Well, I guarantee that I will be sitting on the uh, on the front deck of the cottage with my uh, with my ninety year old grandma. There you and, go. And my uh, my no communication. And my aunts, uh, having a having a coffee or a beverage or something, and uh, watching the waves roll in and communicating with no phones. Communicating so. <laughs> that way, you communicated before. Said, "Hey, we're gonna meet here. This is the date. Be there. Be square. You know, and that's it. Yep. I'll, I'll see you when you get there. Yep. And then, boom, we're you're all together. There it is. We're there not, it is. We're not all spread out with big tech and all the other crap nope. everywhere. So, no. Nope. Yeah. You know, nothing happened and nobody gets together. No. Nope. So. No. Nope. Right. So and then, no. What'd you bring for a deep dive this week? Well. I'm going to tell you a little something about this, baby. Uh-oh. It's the Red Hot Chili Peppers. No. And I had some Red Hot Chili Peppers today. Not some Chad Smith. Yeah, a little Chad Smith. A little. I, I wasn't going to get into the Will Ferrell thing with the Chad Smith drum off or whatever, <laughs> but uh, no, that's pretty cool. That is funny. That is pretty cool. But uh, we'll save that for our drummer episode because God, yes. God only knows Chad Smith will be included on our drummer episode. There's oh, for no sure. no two ways around. Oh, that. we're throwing the the Chad Smith uh, Will Ferrell drum off. I mean, those yeah, guys, you know, it's uncanny how weird those guys look alike. Yeah, you know? yeah. And Will, I didn't even know Will Smith could play drums like that. <laughs> yeah, like, you know. But I guess if you're, uh, you know, you got that money or whatever, you could do whatever you want. That's right. And, and learn and learn how to. That's play drums. right. You know, you could keep up with Chad Smith. I don't know, but just so our listeners know, Chad Smith was with Toby Red way back in the day before he joined the Red Hot Chili Peppers. He was from Detroit. He was many he moons a, ago, but he is a born and raised detroit drummer yes he is and then he went out and made it huge with the red hot chili peppers he sure did yeah. and that's something we probably should make a note of too because that's a great story that really is and i don't know if you're familiar with it or not but that is a, and i won't get into it tonight because that is a great story how chad smith got to start yeah it really is all right so uh well, yeah so maybe I, you could do a little deeper diver yeah 
diver down. Well, and maybe we should just include that. I've been I've been trying to get to the Dave Grohl thing anyway, so maybe we'll just include well, all of I that. Well, I know. So. I've been staring at it sitting up on your screen. Yep, you know? yep. Still got to get to the Dave Grohl With thing. So Dave Grohl. We can know, roll drummer, all that together. So. Drummer turn lead singer turn guitarist turn, you know. <laughs> right. You know, right. the guy does everything. He know? does. He you know? does. He's a foo fighter. He is a foo foo. He's a foo foo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so, going back into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for the second time. For the second time. For the second time. Yeah. Once with Nirvana and then back at it again. Yep, 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 yep. Um, so without further ado, this band uh, and this album um, really hit home with me with these guys. Um. I, I, I do believe 1989, we were just coming out of that um, rock, hair band, gender. I mean, but, but Chili Peppers had their own style. Starting to cross in the alternative yeah. a little bit. Yeah. The break but, off. Yeah, but before this, they, they put out this great album called um, Mother's Milk. Yep. Chili Peppers. Very good album. And every song, you know, I've talked about this before, is to where... You you play these albums or you play these CDs and you do this, and this is one of those albums that you don't skip a song. I mean, you play it. I don't care if it's CD, uh, you know, cassette, album, however you play got it, it all the way through. You play it all the way through and then flip it over and do it again. You know, I right. mean, it's just one of those things. Even if you had the eight track i would like i would still like to, if eight if if they put this out on eight track and eight tracks brought it back i would listen to it there you go you know but <laughs> i i think it's a little predated but anyway but uh mother's milk it's uh well let me well it's a deep dive right yes all right so i'm gonna deep dive on this so we i was sitting in the studio and all of a sudden you know the robot bartender goes you're weird or you know, you're just weird or, you know, or something. She brought up weird in my brain, you know, the way my brain goes. You know, it's like, ah, oh, man, Red Hot Chili Peppers, nobody weird like me. Right? There you go. And it just clicked, and I was like, perfect. You know, it's in that moment. It's in that zone. It's that one-time thing, you know. It's like you can never uh, be duplicated, replicated, you know, type thing or whatever. So, you know. That this was a you know off the handle, off the cuff, you know, fly by night, you know, little rush there, you know. Uh, did you pick up on that? Mm-hmm. Little fly by night, little thing. But this album, I swear, if you listen to this album, um, "Mother's Milk" by Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, you won't regret it at all. No, no so great album. Um, and you got to appreciate Anthony and Flea as a team for sure, because those guys. And I've talked Knew how about to this, rock. and I've talked about this again. I, the bands that stick together, usually put out great music along the way, but these guys put out great music before they were great. You know, correct, like great, great. So here's some of that Flea stuff with that bass, and here's some of that Anthony Kiedis. And you got to forget, or I don't know if you forgot or you need to be reminded or don't even know that um, Flea and River Phoenix, Wakan Phoenix, his brother River, you know, was a was a great actor. Yes. Well, Flea and River were very, very, very good friends. Okay. 
they were very good friends. And no matter where Flea or, you know, Anthony Kiedis or all those guys, River was pretty much there with those guys. Okay. Partied and rocked that California rocking stuff, you know, like, you know, it, it was all part of that scene, Hollywood and, you know, the other things. You've seen Flea and, you know, Anthony in movies, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so those guys, uh, you know, they were all tight, and then, you know, everybody knows River OD'd and blah, 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 but, you know, Flea was there for that. So um, it, it's tragic, you know, in its own sense to see your your friends and the people, you know, that come into your life and go that way and then, you know, pass away or whatever i mean we've all lost and like that but yeah that was a that was a thing way back in the way back in the day so that's that's that deep dive okay yeah yeah do your own little research or whatever but uh you know still cool throwing some names out there but uh this song right here is some good stuff right here so here we go better with your headphones on right closely related to like jane's addiction and I'm yeah only, I'm, yeah I'm, in a lot of ways there's some of I, that in there well i'm only saying that because it was all that california stuff that was coming out i mean sure. um if you had a great bass player for your band um you could put some car you know guitar riffs and you know that that beat behind it i mean those guys know how to do it uh comparing those guys to the brits i mean you know rock i mean we still got usa rock i mean good stuff but uh that was that west coast uh sound right there so bring there was back. a lot of that that's that you know that's what changed the music once again i mean that was uh you know the, the grunge movement you know and, and and honestly the chili peppers where they started that was before the grunge movement that was when that was when you know the the rockers you know we were evolving from the 70s to the right. 80s and the rockers were still trying to stay the rockers and then, you know, good for the Chili Peppers because they learned how to evolve into that that grunge movement and that and that whole alternative rock music style. Because, yeah, you go back to that one. You know, I mean, uh, th- that album, Mother's Milk, is 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 just a, 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 oh, yeah. that's a rock Brown, album uh, and, and completely different Brown. than what was going on with the hair bands and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. They were kind of still their own thing where they were trying to hold on to the traditional rock idea, and but they evolved. You know, and some bands did. They really did. They, they evolved and they held on. And 
um, yeah, now you have people like us and, and others that are going back and going, yeah, that was good stuff. You know, that was that was you know that was the good old traditional rock, and it still holds true today. You ain't lying. Yep. I, I honestly, I think that I'm gonna break this out and on Sunday, hanging out in my backyard, I'm gonna play the whole entire album cd or whatever of mother's milk from the red hot chili peppers okay i'm gonna rock it out and i'm gonna blast it through my 500 watt fisher in my garage <laughs> and i'm gonna crank it man because i remember listening to that in people's cars no matter where i went cruising town or doing this it was like dude you gotta you gotta hear higher ground i mean chili peppers did a great version of stevie stevie wonder yep higher ground yep they sure listen, did listen to that bass and listen to some stuff i mean but those guys were they, they were just on top of their game they yep. they have been and they stayed there and uh you know that's why i did the deep dive and it just clicked and you know my props out to chili peppers so no there you that's, go that's perfect so anyway if you want to do your own deep dive listen to the whole album of mother's milk i promise you you won't regret it no great one, album great album. one bit so very good on that note that uh, was that was pretty cool yeah it was yeah, well we did we did some really good deep dives man you know the church and chili peppers who would have put the those church and chili peppers i know what yeah. a what an oddball mix but that uh... you know what's funny you know what's funny is all the people now that are i'm, I'm kind of working with and it's like oh you want to work on sunday it's like no i gotta go to church they're using church for an excuse sure not to work on sunday that's right this is where we're at <laughs> you don't go to church nobody goes to church you know you might listen to the church but you don't go to church yeah. anyway i guess it's their sacred day for to do whatever they gotta hey do. whatever they gotta do whatever, whatever they gotta do yep whatever <laughs> so. they gotta do that's 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 just fine so no i gotta go to church on sunday <laughs> Well, you don't go to church. Well, I do now. Yeah. As yeah long I just, as I, I as just started. As I can, yeah. As long as I can get out of work. Yeah. <laughs> when you told me I had to work on Sunday, that's, uh, <laughs> I said, uh, yeah, time to go uh, to church. Oh, yeah. And, you know. Well, so you said it was time to uh, find you a uh, a song. I think we tried a little bit last week. We need, uh, now that we're heading for your uh, for your top 11, you uh, you decided it was time for a song for your top eleven. I think we experimented with a couple of them last week, and maybe we just got to write one. I don't know. We'll we'll work on writing one um, in the near future for you, so we can get you a, a top eleven intro. But we haven't wrote one, but we played one. Yeah, we did play one, but I think uh, I think I have a new one for you this week. So okay. we'll we'll go ahead and uh, we'll go ahead and run this one for you for your intro. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Preacher Man to bring you this week's Top 11. My friend, Lisa, which I love her, for Myers Beach, she sent me a text message and said, could you please do a top 11 of the best times that you've had on Fort Myers Beach? Now, 
I don't mean to disappoint, but I do have little stories, and I'm gonna rearrange and change and derange, derange and bling bling and ding dong, exchange, ding ding exchange. There you go, nice one. Right at the last minute when I needed it, <laughs> that was that was good stuff. Give change, uh, give change. But uh, Fort Myers Beach, and to my friend Lisa, um, this top 11 goes out to you, and I've already explained the scooter um, that, that might take a little bit, of, you know, a little bitty minute, you know, for things to, you know, to get through some things. We got four minutes. Oh, four? Yeah. <laughs> I got 11. You got four minutes. Yeah. Yeah, do the math. Shoof. All right. All right. So anyway, Fort Myers Beach. I'm going to I have to do this because, you know, she wanted she wanted the best times or the best memories and, and the other things of, you know, Fort Myers Beach bars. So if you are a listener and you are traveling to Fort Myers Beach, these are the top 12 bars that you want to go to if you can get to them. Now, I know I do a top 11, but at the same time, I added a bonus because at the last minute, I forgot about another bar that was very cool that got us our start. Yeah. What's that timer? You, that's your 15-minute timer. That's a 15-minute timer? That's a 15-minute timer. That's all right I there. get? That's all you get. All right. So, 15 minutes, <laughs> top 11. All right. So you got 11, 11, uh, 11 stories in 15 minutes. You can do it. Well, this is dedicated to my very bestest friend. That's a girl in Fort Myers Beach. All right. We'll give you an extra two minutes when that's done. Just because right. it's Lisa. Yeah. Just because it's just Lisa. because it's Lisa. So you can this is two. dedicated to Lisa. Um, these were the bars that we frequented. Um on a nightly basis it didn't matter if we were there or here or or we wore our underwear it didn't matter it doesn't matter what we want or what we wore or what we did or you know who showed up or whatever but so now you want the top 11 good times so now i have a quick story about every bar um and everybody remembers the reef so the reef had burnt down or had closed down or whatever, but Soapy Tuna had got their start there and some of my friends that are still on Facebook. And speaking about drummers, my buddy Michael um, Corazenzo or whatever, um, he just sent me a thing to join his thing with, um, it. he started his own band called stars over seattle and these guys um, rock and they are professional he was a sit-in drummer for leonard skinner um very very professional but yeah so the reef the reef we don't know you know water let the burn right everybody remembers that so it was so, the roof yeah so so yeah, i know but it was the reef so <laughs> So many great bands came out of there. I can't even. Uh, I'll give a shout out. Who is in this shit, man? Love Child. Mostly Maui, Wowie. Yeah. But it's got some Labrador in it. What's Labrador? It's dog shit. What? Love you guys. I'm going to move on to number two. 
So everybody remembers the the top of mass, the top of mass, which was a bar in Fort Myers Beach that you get a 16 ounce pint of anything you want full of liquor. Now, there were other places that we could go to that particularly did not have a liquor license. But if you were in that bar, we would run over to the top of mass because they did serve liquor and do shots and then go back to the bar. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No liquor? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. There were certain bars that only had beer and wine, you know, type of wow. um, things. So these are the, the Fort Myers Beach bars um, that I had the best time in. So there was a bar called Pete's Time Out, and those guys had the best deep-fried rat, <laughs> garbage can, skin, seagull, eel, whatever they could catch. Um, deep fried in in their fryer and they put it out for their daily special and it wasn't bad no i'm just saying wasn't bad i mean i'm not knocking pete's time out i mean what yeah i worked there two weeks and uh and 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 here's the lisa um you gotta remember charles you know because we worked at plocket which i'm gonna get to and then um There were certain things that happened or whatever, but everything down there was alcohol induced. I mean, you couldn't escape. I mean, if if you weren't here, you were there. If you weren't there, you were here, you know. So it's kind of bizarro in its own way. So um, it's BS. They made it up. No, I can't make this up. I mean, I got stories that I can't even get to. I'm looking at a timer clock sitting here. (laughs) That Scooter doesn't know anything about my top 11 because, you know, it's a Fort Myers Beach thing. Have you ever been to Fort Myers Beach? Never been to Florida. No? Okay. Well, here are the top 11 bars that go to if you ever get down there. All right. So not excluding or whatever, there was a bar called Dockside, and it was sitting right on site. Now, some of these bands that I've mentioned are, um, you know, played. Uh, everybody always played there. But Dockside was famous for the Roger incident when he reenacted um, Pearl Jam, Eddie, (laughs) climbing up the rafters and, you know, doing his thing, you know, especially in the video. And I proceeded to join him (laughs) climbing up the rafters, but... Crazy fool! I, I, I fell. So I didn't get as far as he did, and it was a thing, and then, but whatever. But then there was another bar called, number five, called Pierside, which is very cool, which is at the end of the pier on Fort Myers Beach, right at the base of, um, you know, Fort Myers Beach, the Times Square. It is the only pier that goes way out. I mean, there's some stories out there on that pier that we can't talk about. But uh, it seemed like you always walked by the cop station that was right at the base, and it, they seemed like all the cops were liquored up and didn't care what we were doing. So they let us go, you know, 90% of the time. So, and we can't forget about Parkside, the bar that I worked at, and the beginning of Soapy Tuna and Cinder and uh, Jesus Gun and Fragile X. And all those guys, we had so many good times down there. Um, shout out to those guys. And I know we got to move on. So, so Dockside, Pierside, Parkside, and 
can't forget about the inside or the in spot when me and Marcus won the first annual and the only first annual rib cook-off. <laughs> it went so bad. We didn't even cook ribs at the place that I worked at, but we got in this competition and then, yeah, it just got ugly after that. And How could you be so irresponsible? Oh, we'll talk about that one later. So we're going to talk about that one. But uh, I got to move on to Plaka, which isn't a bar, but it's the bar that me and Lisa worked at. And we did serve beer and wine. And uh, that would be the place where the rat fell in the air conditioner that stunk so bad. I think I brought that up a few times. I think you have. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was horrific, man, if you had to work inside of there. Especially if you want air conditioning and seating, uh, which doesn't seem to be anything around this town lately because everything's shut down as we talked about previously but yeah trying to go into an air conditioning bar that's got a rat stuck in its uh air duct and smelling that stuff and trying to get out of the heat and beat the heat in florida at that particular week you did not want to go into that restaurant or drink a beer or sit over there because it was bad (laughs) so anyway there was another bar called the smoking Oyster Bar, which was SOB. Everybody knows what SOB stands for, right? So bitch! You know, but they magnificently changed that bar to the Smoking Oyster Bar. Now, we had a lot of live acoustic stuff over there going on. We had a great time. You son of a bitch! Those were some of, some of, the, some of the good times that we had over there. Well, after we left the Smoking Oyster Bar, we went to the Lonnie Kai, which is the infamous uh, 12-story, 13-story hotel building, Daytona Beach, do whatever's going on, live band down in the basement, bar, tits, you know, rock and roll, Harley Davidson. Yeah, that was the place to party. If you've been on Fort Myers Beach, you, you cannot go to Fort Myers Beach on a weekend. I don't care what week it is. If you did not go to the Lonnie Kai, you have not experienced Fort Myers Beach. And there was a Hooters right next door. I'm not even going to mention that bar, but, um, yeah, good times over there. Whoa! Whoa! Yeah. So I'm just trying to throw all these out there. So um, after you went to the Lonnie Kai, across the street was the Beach Whale. Now, the Beach Whale, I had 40 Wisconsin friends from <laughs> that all worked there. And upstairs, it was, you know, what happens in Green Bay doesn't stay in green bay apparently <laughs> no because because <laughs> what happens is if you go to fort myers beach and you go to the beach whale upstairs of the beach whale it is packer country now what <laughs> happened you want me lisa wants to talk to me about one of the good times that i had over there it wasn't particularly one of the good times it's particularly one of the most memorable times that i had there and what happened was is that Upstairs of the beach whale on the upper deck, there it's it's Packer country. So we're watching the Packer game versus the Lions. And the guy is like, Packers suck, you know, this and that. And I remember Alan, he was my roommate with with Kimmy and uh, you know, you know, you know who I'm talking about. So we're all roommates and the bartender threatened this guy and said, If you don't shut up you're in Packer country. I'm going to hang you from your ankles and drop you off the upper deck into the, 
you know, the bushes or whatever's below. <laughs> the Packers. <laughs> and this guy walked around the bar, picked him up by his ankles, hung him upside down, and literally dropped him two stories down into the mangroves or whatever was going on there. Yeah, that was a huge thing, but you just don't mess. You know, you go into Packer, ter- you know, Packer territory as a Lions fan, and you keep screaming Packers suck, and that's their home turf. You know, yeah, I know you're 1,600 miles away, but you don't, you don't go into that turf and tell you know say the Packers suck. You know, I mean, you're in the wrong bar. Go to the go to the Lions bar. <laughs> you know I mean? I'm just saying. Says what? A sphincter says what? Well, he was a sphincter that night, so he got what he deserved. So um, that was the uh, the beach whale. Now, right across the street, next to the line of Kai, across from the beach whale, over there, there was a bar called the uh, Cottage, which my friend Timmy and Drea and all those guys, it was a very cool little bar, and you can get the best food on the beach over there. It was so good. I highly recommend it. It's right on the beach, and that's all I'm going to say. Good times over there. Now, that was 11. So, time is running out, and I might even get through this before the hourglass runs out. <laughs> which the, pre- or the preacher man, I'm calling you the preacher man. Uh, I ain't preaching. Scooter. No, you ain't saying nothing because, you know, these are, you know. But I, I'm, I'm sincerely doing this for Lisa. So, without further ado, I cannot forget and would not forget Casey's Alley. Now, I want to go into a little detail with these guys, and I still got a little time. So Casey's Alley was on the back of this canal that was nastier than nasty. I don't know, because they had a washing machine and dryer. You could do your laundry, drink a beer, listen to a band, and do anything in this bar. It just didn't matter. I mean, (laughs) it was a home away from home. But the cool thing about this bar at, at this particular time is that triplets owned it. So you didn't know who was who. This guy worked in the morning, one worked in the afternoon, and you didn't know who was who because the triplets had bought this bar. It's called Casey's Alley on the back of this canal. And um, so no, I, I still don't know their names. I, I, I couldn't tell you. But you could go watch the band, do your laundry, go home, drink a beer, come back, get your close out of the dryer stay tuned for the next show next act talk to one brother doesn't know what the fuck you're talking about because you talk to his other brother you know his triplet brother <laughs> over here and they'll tell two friends yeah you got it and so on and so on and so on so, it was so confusing and you know it was it was just a classic fort myers beach full pa type situation that you just you're never gonna forget and it is the home, and I will let this one go out, and I'm going to give a shout-out to Funk Bone because I love those guys. You ain't got no Funk Bone in you yet. So, anyway, that was my top 11, dedicated Lisa. She asked me to do it, and you guys, anybody anybody going to Fort Myers Beach, you need to go to these bars. So, there you go. <sighs> There's, there's your list. I made it. Look at what time to spare. With time to spare. That's very good. 
Well, let's give a shout out to Lisa for listening and spreading the word down in there in Southwest Florida. Oh, for Florida. sure. Yeah, you we know. love all our Florida yeah. listeners. Yeah, it's it's awesome. And, yeah, we appreciate Lisa. One of these days, I thought she was supposed to be on here. We're going to get her oh, back. Oh, we did. Yeah, yeah. Well, we she texted me because she's in the, her third cocktail at 6 o'clock cooking dinner, and we called her at le, le, We did a dial-in and a phone call. I know. We start the at show 11, too late for, goes, for her schedule. You so. know. I'm I'm already in bed. You start calling me at, at ten o'clock. I'm like, <laughs> that's how we roll. <laughs> that's how we roll, bitch. Stand by to receive our transmission. Yeah, it's uh, it's just uh, yeah. Well, you know, you have to have, we'll have to find a night where she can stay up past uh past the the curfew. So. <laughs> yeah, truism. Yeah, without killing, you know, you got to kill the spiders and then you got to get out and you know let the dogs out. I mean, she's busy. You know. I understand. <laughs> I, know. I understand. But thank you, Lisa. We love you. Thank you for listening to the show. Give a shout out. You know, all the people I love down there. So thank you. So that that's a huge shout out. So I did that for her. So thank you, Scooter. Thank you, Lisa, for letting me do that. And uh, at one time, we will do a call in before six o'clock before you're on your third martini or cooking dinner or whatever. And uh, tell your mom I love her. And, uh, yes, everybody else. And so, very cool. Shout out to Southwest Florida, okay? Well, all of Florida. Boom. Yeah, because they're coming in They're coming in multiple places from Florida. So, uh, I, I see I see east side, west side. Uh, yeah, it's, it's... Well, you know what's happening down there? The um, governor. It's snowing? No. <laughs> oh. I've seen it snow on an island. I don't... I don't know... Very many people that can say that. I can. I watched it snow on Mackinac many times. Have you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Michigan. <laughs> right. <laughs> True. Well, I'm talking southwest. I mean, you're talking 1,600 miles away when you see snowflakes. I mean, I seen it snow for like 30 seconds on Captiva. It was very bizarre. Had to shut down the whole outside dining because it was just below freezing. But at the cottage, the the one of the bars that I said, if you can make it out, and it's 60 degrees or below, you get your drinks for half off. If you can stand sitting on the beach drinking. Now, 60 degrees in Florida is different than 60 degrees in Michigan. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Just a matter of what you're used to. It's it not ta- any different. It tastes like candy, but it's not. So, <laughs> But, yeah, it is. 60 degrees on the beach in Florida is cold, dude. No, 60 degrees is 60 degrees. It doesn't matter. It, you can it, wear your flip-flops and short, but you better have a hoodie and a jacket, you know, like they do in Michigan, you know, as soon as spring breaks. <laughs> they got the Crocs and socks, and they put the shorts on with their hoodies and their winter jackets. <laughs> it's the same but different. <laughs> right? I'm just saying, man. <laughs> it's out there. Anyway, love the Southwest Florida. Boom. There you go. Boom. There you go. All right. Is that all you got? Ah, uh, well, that you made it with you made it within your sand timer, so that's not uh, that's not a that's a not no small feat for the preacher man. Not for me, man. It wasn't a rant or nothing. So no, it didn't go off on the rant. <laughs> no, I don't. I, you know, the rants are cool. I mean, you know, we were angry. You know, everybody's angry for different reasons. I understand. And you got to write the bitch, and you got to write the po- protest, and you got a right to riot, and you got you got that right. That's. That's a cool thing about America, right? Right. Right. So, right, right. You got rights, right? Right. Right, 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 right. Right. Right, 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 right. You know. But, 
you know, when you go free, 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 free. Yeah, it's um, you know, it's a little different. So, you know, I would particularly like to be on the right side of history on this one. You know, me personally, you know, but here's hard telling where it goes from here. It is. It's it's hard telling what what is in our near future. So, but. Here's here's the also thing, and I'm not going off on a rant or a tangent or anything like that. But if you have people that are close to you and friends and stuff like that, keep those people close to you, and because they're your friends for a reason. And the other ones that you are nonchalantly, um, you come along or you know, interpass, and you know they call you friends or whatever, and this and that. You know what? Please keep the people that are close to you and like you. Um, close to you because those are the ones that that got your back and listen to you and you're most comfortable with and more friendly and you know um you know the the chaos or the negativity you don't you don't bring it because those are the people you know that are most like your personality or more like you have in common or different things keep those people close and the other ones, uh, you know, if, if they're not, you know, I mean, it doesn't mean you need to discard them. I mean, they might be acquaintances or, or, or whatever, but you still, you know, doesn't mean you need to associate or invite over to family barbecues or whatever. You don't need them in your lives. I mean, we haven't used the drop in a while, so thank you. But yeah, you get you get the drift of it. You know. I absolutely do. I, I, I yeah, for sure. Keep I, the I, people that are most like you close and get rid of the other ones. I mean, you know, if that's how you roll. Well, so, you know, I, I, lo- I, I love being I, in the studio. I love my friends. And, you know, so, very cool. I agree. I agree. And hard telling what comes in the near future, but uh, I can tell you our near future is we are out of here. And, uh, we will see you in two weeks, right? Yeah. Holiday coming. Memorial Day's coming. Everybody should have a great one. Remember your veterans. Remember the reason for the reason for the weekend. And go out and spend some time with family. I concur. It's time. It's time. I mean, we're right around the I, corner. I can't from, even uh, make a joke about it. Or no. Something. I mean, no. it's just like... This is this is the time right now. It is. This it is, is the season. In all seriousness, make an effort. Yeah, yeah. We're on our way back to quote unquote normal, so it's uh, it's time for everybody to get back to quote unquote normal in some way and go find those people you've been hiding from for the last uh, the last 13, 14 months and go find your family, go find your friends, go spend some time with people. Check out of the uh, media world. Get out of your get out of your garage. Get out of your house. Get out of your you know wherever you've been wherever you've been hiding. Time to get back out there and uh, reconnect. I was I was thinking of a different word. Coagulate. It doesn't mean. I mean it, it's a it's a blood term or whatever. But if it heals and gets you together, you could say coagulate. I mean I, I'm just throwing up you know. You don't like big words. I'm, I'm just throwing out there, but you know it's a time for healing and getting together, and that's what blood does—is coagulate. So I'm just throwing it out there. If you want to use it, 
<laughs> waggly. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, thank you for everybody that showed up for the live show tonight. I, I you know, I, I apologize for the, uh, the, the the video issues we had. I, I got some feedback and realized that, yeah, we did. Uh, it, there were some video issues. Hopefully, the audio came through perfect. And if not, download the podcast. Listen to the podcast. Sorry to get to see us, except. Uh, you know, every, every other frame, <laughs> but uh, apparently they didn't work out so great. It'd but be like it'd be like a still frame robot bartender, <laughs> you, know, you know. But anyway, well, apparently 1960 it's, animated. Apparently, you know, it's time film, to you know, upgrade the camera or something. I don't know what was going on, but uh, regardless, oh, we'll get through know, it, move on, and move forward. Oh, big tech had something to do with it. Yeah, probably. Some probably. Bitches. Google didn't like what we were doing. So they, some bitches. They says, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll shut it down on them. But uh, all right. Until we see you in a couple weeks. In the meantime, be good to each other. Take yeah, care. And, yeah. Thanks for listening to Two Guys in a Mic. And or Two Guys in a Bottle. We are, are out. out.